Welcome to Choir Talks. I'm glad you found my podcast. My name is Greg O'Neill. I'm the worship pastor at Ridgecrest Baptist Church. Choir Talks is a devotion that I might give to my choir on a Wednesday night. How do you react when you see someone holding a sign along the street side that says, we'll work for food or something along that line? We're not here to talk today about how to handle that situation, but I want you to think a little bit with me today about our responsibility as believers to help the poor. Specifically, I want to talk from the book of Proverbs that I've been reading, and I see a a definite theme in the book of Proverbs about the powerless, uh, those who are marginalized in society, who struggle uh, because of of poverty particularly. Uh, Here's an example of a verse from Proverbs. This is 29.7, and it says, The righteous care about justice for the poor, but the wicked have no such concern. Here's an obvious dividing line between the one who walks through life with, a, with godly wisdom, um, as the book of Proverbs talks about, and one who doesn't. And that dividing line is about the concern that you have for the poor. This is an f- important first step for a believer in his relationship with the powerless and how to deal with that issue in our life. Another translation of this verse says that the righteous consider the cause of the poor. That helps me to understand a little bit better that it's not just an emotional response, not just a I feel pity or feel bad for this person, but instead this verse is calling us to be thoughtful about what can we do for the poor. The book of James points out uh, this need with this verse. Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? So being aware of needs is a right first step for the one who has a right relationship with God. But more than that, consider their cause. Uh, Concern alone is not sufficient. It's more than just a feeling. It's a call to action. It's a thoughtfulness about how to put feet to our compassion. Some of the other Proverbs suggest that the person who is a part of the solution will be, well, blessed. Here's an example. The generous will themselves be blessed, for they share their food with the poor. And again, in Proverbs 28, there's a verse that echoes that and adds a warning for those who choose not to help. It says, those who give to the poor will lack nothing. But those who close their eyes to them will receive many curses. Now, I'm not suggesting that our uh, motivation to help should uh, be that we hope to gain a reward. We should help because our relationship with the Father. When we do so, we are carrying His heart for others. Paul helps us to understand this reward relationship a little bit better in 2 Corinthians 9 when he says this, Whoever sows generously will also reap generously, and God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. So the blessing is a resourcing from God to be even more generous uh, in not only giving, but in every good work. And, he goes on to say, you will be enriched in every way so that 
You can be generous on every occasion, and through us, your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. That last phrase tells us what the ultimate goal is. It's not our own blessing, but it is thanksgiving given to God. And then finally, there's a warning found in Proverbs 21.13, and that is this. Whoever shuts their ears to the cry of the poor will also cry out and not be answered. Poverty is such a big, overwhelming issue. The example I gave you at the beginning of this talk about the person holding a sign, it seems like there's no remedy. There's no rescue that we could really provide that would make a way for for that, that person, those people. When we feel overwhelmed and think it's it's hopeless to be able to fix and we can't personally make a dent in the world's poverty, well, sometimes choosing to do nothing seems like a viable option. But this proverb uh, warns us that we can't just cocoon ourselves away from the problems of the poor because God is their advocate and we are his plan to help them. Here's a verse from Deuteronomy 15. There will always be poor people in the land. Therefore, I command you to be open-handed toward your fellow Israelites who are poor and needy in your land. So if you're tempted to stop at the beginning of that verse where it says there will always be poor uh, because you feel like there's nothing uh, that will change, read the rest of the verse because being open-handed is a command from God. Back to the warning verse from Proverbs, it says, to remind you, whoever shuts their ears to the cry of the poor will also cry out and not be answered. One thing that strikes me about this verse is that it implies that the attitude of the one who shuts their ears is that they themselves, uh, because they are rich in comparison to the poor, will that they themselves will be fine. Uh, and they will also not have times in their lives when they have to cry out. But you know as well as I do, all of us face life's difficulties. All of us find ourselves in crisis moments, and we all have to cry out. When our resources, whether few or many, make us feel like we are protected from God's hardships, we're being too arrogant. God alone is our only hope. I can't tell you what to do when you pass somebody on the side of the street, but I can tell you that there is poverty and that God intends you to be open-handed. So I ask you to do this. Pray this week and ask God to let you be a part of helping the poor or the powerless in your community or around the world. Have a great day.